Coach Crandor was And some changes late. <laughs> but now here's Coach anyway. Do, 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 do. Uh, yeah. I'll have you know, I was only like 35 minutes late. <laughs> mm, I believe it is now 40 minutes that we're right. starting. It's like 39 minutes late. <laughs> <laughs> Not even 40. Coach uh, is running off of coach time here. <laughs> yeah. Um, hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to the final 2019 episode Whee! that covers well, this shitty season we had. Not, well, you know, we're going to do the off season, but I mean. Yeah. This, you know, the, the last episode covering the 2018 season. Yeah, that's what I meant to say. So, Welcome yeah. to our 2018 season wrap-up show, brought yeah. to you by Nobody But Sponsors. <laughs> brought to you by Nobody, easily one of our favorite sponsors of all time. Nobody Dude. making nothing happen. <laughs> can, can we be sponsored by Bratwurst? Because it's delicious. Dude, I would love to be sponsored by Bratwurst. Right? I can, I'm there. I want to try okay. to find the most NFL-style sponsors if we're going to do a sponsorship. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, like Bratwurst, Foam Fingers, Bud, Bud Light. <laughs> Man, do I hate Bud Light. <laughs> oh, great, I can't say that. Uh, well, there goes that sponsorship. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, there yeah. you go. Thanks, Coach. That's, uh, that's but over now. Miller Light, Coors Light, still on the table. Mm. Um, I don't like light beers that much. Like, they're okay. But why can't like we? at all. Why can't we just brew our own brew and then sponsor ourselves? Sell it. Yeah, no, I like that. get filthy rich because the markup and alcohol is ridiculous. Take this from a 14-year bartender. Well, that's pretty good. All we need yeah. is starting capital. Uh, <laughs> it should be like maybe, you know, roughly around a million dollars to get if like you, a brewery up and you running. Yeah, <laughs> if you're a millionaire yeah. and you want <laughs> to help us out, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just uh, spare a, spare just one little million, you know. Have we got yeah. a deal for you? <laughs> you invest <laughs> your money, and you might get your money back. We've I mean, got the greatest investment opportunity of all time. Any <laughs> other football co- podcasts would not be this bold. Exactly. Boy, have we got a deal for you? <laughs> no other football podcast would beg for money live in an episode. <laughs> yeah, let's uh, uh, let's hop yeah. to it for All the right. uh, for the Super Bowl. So it was very bad. It was bad. Yeah, Woo! it was terrible. Like literally, I think every aspect of that Super Bowl was terrible. Mm-hmm. Like the game was bad. The commercials were like you know whatever and also weirdly racist against robots for some reason (laughs) um the halftime show not only was bad but it was a just an outright betrayal a lie and yeah like it was just it was it was like a it it was a bait and switch which was just basically just disrespectful Mm-hmm. And then and Adam Levine decided to get naked. I I don't know what the fuck. What the hell happened? There was even a point during the halftime show where he was doing the moves like Jagger, and I was like, dude, are they gonna bring out Mick Jagger? Like he's gonna start dancing? But no, yeah. he didn't. <laughs> nothing, nothing like that. 
That would and have also, been too much money. Gotta say, he was up there dancing with uh, with Big Boy. Um, mm-hmm. I'm gonna tell you the truth. He does not have the moves like Shacker. <laughs> He's he was awkwardly rocking side to side and kind of had his knees bent and that that was that was his He's moves. Got the moves like a How? 2019 prom king. Yeah, moves, moves like a moves like a geriatric. Uh, like, California. Where where was Andre? You can't have Big Boy and not have Andre. And then yeah. also, why was Big Boy there in the first? I think he was there for without exaggeration maybe three seconds we had no andre <laughs> no mick jagger no spongebob it was a disaster yeah all right yeah no it was a I mean, disaster i like uh, okay if we're if we're going if you're gonna start off with a halftime show which perhaps mm-hmm. we should <laughs> we like, already have i just i just want to i just want to say like i'm not i'm not kidding when i say it's like a betrayal basically because mm-hmm. okay, let me take you through the steps of what was leading. Because I saw, I've seen people on the internet, uh, like on Twitter, being like, "Why the fuck did anyone expect them to do?" Sp- I don't even understand what sweet victory. Like, okay, that was me. Here's the thing. <laughs> let Let's take you through the timeline. All right. Earlier in the year, Steven Hillenberg dies, creator of SpongeBob. Fans on the internet, uh, you know, make a, a petition, just a fun little petition uh, as as like a tribute to Steven Hillenburg to say like they should play Sweet Victory at the halftime show, right? Because Sweet Victory was an episode of SpongeBob where they play this big orchestral number at the end of the episode in the Bubble Bowl, the Super Bowl. And uh and you know, and it, and it's dope and it's awesome and it's great. It's one of the best episodes of SpongeBob straight up. Uh so it would be like a fun little tribute, right? Yeah. But then that petition got 1.2 million signatures. So it turns out there was an audience for it. And then the NFL caught wind of this and was like, you know what? Yeah, I think we're going to start doing this. So they start leaking rumors that the that it's going to happen. They hire the Squidward uh, uh, voice actor to announce. They, uh, they Then it's all but confirmed the night before the Super Bowl that they are, in fact, doing Sweet Victory at the halftime show. Get everybody pumped about it. And then they go on stage. They play, the like, literally the, the opening horns of Sweet Victory and then jabate us with Travis Scott doing sicko mode. <laughs> like, I, I just... Not, like, here's the thing. It's not just... It's not just... Okay, they tried to be funny. It's just disrespectful. Like this was meant to be like a like in tribute to the man who so many of us uh, grew up with, uh, Stephen Hillenberg's work. And instead, they just basically just said "fuck you." I that I don't know, man. It's just like the NFL does a lot of things that I think shits on the next generation of viewers, and I don't know why. Because they're not going to have any money soon because young people aren't watching football as much. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm not outraged at all by it. Like, as a as someone who doesn't watch SpongeBob, which is me, yeah. I, I knew, of course, I like I've seen I've seen some episodes of SpongeBob. I, I wasn't a devout follower of SpongeBob, but in yeah. To play devil's advocate, as always, in NFL's defense, they didn't have to do anything, especially if it was spurred from like a no, fan movement. But if they like, if they, if if they alluded to doing something because of the fan stuff, and then they didn't deliver, 
like I can kind of see the di- the disappointment, but I certainly yes. am not like outraged by it. Well, that's the thing is that the NFL, yes, of course, didn't have to do it, but then they also didn't have to spend weeks leaking info about it as if they <laughs> yeah. were going to do it so that they could pull some joke uh, at at the end because like that that's that's the disrespectful part. Like literally, if they had done nothing, that would have been better. Like if they if they had just not even <laughs> have they not leaked any of the rumors if they did not play the thing at the beginning or they just outright said now nah, we're not doing it it did you know give us a reason you know there's not enough time to or to orchestrate you know a performance of this like you know something like that whatever that literally would have been a hundred million times better than doing what they did yeah and it just made an already lackluster halftime show hateable. Like, I hate that well, halftime show. It's speaking, the worst one I've ever seen. <laughs> speaking of lackluster, let's talk about the football game. Oh, uh, yeah. It was one of the worst ones I've ever seen. <laughs> yes. Lowest scoring <laughs> Super Bowl in history, by the way. Yeah. It it went back to earlier in the season where I said the Rams were overrated. There's a, <laughs> there a point where I was like, all right, you know, they're starting to win a little bit. You know, maybe they got it going. But no, there it was. The overrated Rams. I knew it. When they, I knew they were overrated when they got shut out by the Packers at halftime. I was like, no team, there are teams that see our defense. They're like, dude, nice. We can finally get some points this week against the Packer defense. Like our defense is bad. And we played them and we looked like a top five defense. And I was like, this isn't right. This shouldn't be happening. Like what we're in Los Angeles as well. I don't, I don't get it. So when this happened, I was kind of like, yeah, this seems right. <laughs> I don't like, get it. <laughs> I don't get it. So. It's, counterpoint uh, though okay counterpoint the rams here's the thing the rams played a shitty game obviously mm-hmm. they did still hold the super bowl winning uh, super bowl winning patriots to 13 points which is the lowest that they've that it's it's like again this is the lowest scoring super bowl altogether like they they straight up held yeah. tom brady to 13 points well i think wade phillips could like runs a good defense i think that's the main reason why like wade phillips is one of the best defensive coordinators yeah but i'd say i'd say uh i'd say mcveigh is is probably among the like top 3 or 5 of best offensive minds in the in the league right now yeah. and and i would also say Jared Goff didn't look that good. You know, I was going to bring that up, but you know who Jared Goff reminds me of? Ryan Gosling. <laughs> a worse Kirk Cousins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I could kind of see that, honestly. Yeah. He just, their plays were like, I think there was one with Tony Romo where he was like, the guy's like wide open on the deep route. And he just throws it to like a guy that's covered in the middle of the field. And it's an incomplete pass. And it's like, uh, like he just it feels like he has no awareness to what's going on and it just yeah. he has that face of like he's not even aware like whenever you see his his mugshot type thing he's always like not aware of anything and he looks like he's driving his pickup truck to go like play with his dog by the lake <laughs> that's just the, the impression river. that i get <laughs> down by the river yeah it's, i mean like it, it, it's not even just this game like it was the last couple of games of the regular season and a couple of games in the playoffs he was not looking you know amazing that leads me to believe like that mcveigh's system is more of what made him play well more than jared goff is what made jared goff play well yeah so the so there's there was this one thing that that uh that happened in the game strategically that was i think important so 
essentially, uh, eventually McVeigh kind of rolled the dice um, because, you know, they, with, I'm sure you guys have heard the reports because this happens on almost every team, um, especially with young quarterbacks. But, you know, the mic cuts off at 15 seconds, right, uh, on the play clock. So mm-hmm. when that play clock is draining, when it's down to 15 seconds, that's it. Mike's out. QB has to make the decisions. Um, so what usually happens is, and I think this is this often happens why the Rams take so many like first first half timeouts, um, is because uh, within that the 15 seconds, like they get up to the line quick, and uh, they have McVeigh read the field in addition to Jared Goff and tells him what protections to make and you know, who's coming mm-hmm. in and who's not and whatnot. Um, so later on in the game, McVeigh decided that um, what they would do is they would take every play down to that 15 seconds when the mic's cut off and let Goff go at the line and make the protections, make the uh, m- make all the adjustments and stuff, audible the plays and stuff. Because what he was gambling on was essentially that the Patriots' defense needed Bill Belichick more than the Rams' offense needed Sean McVay. Right. And I... (laughs) 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 And I I think it turns out that his gamble was wrong because the Patriots (laughs) were like... I I don't know if you guys were seeing it, but they were like swapping swapping coverages constantly. Like they were always audibling. They were disguising shit constantly. It was... uh, I mean, it was a great defensive performance from them, honestly, in general. Well, was, uh, they're just a well-oiled, you know, coached machine. Like, yeah. They know what they're doing. They know what to look for. And then uh, I saw somebody else say it, but I was bringing up the Packers blitzing him. And that was one of the reasons we did so well. We stopped the run and we blitzed him. And that's what mm-hmm. the Bears did. The Bears just stopped the run. They made Goff throw and then you blitz him. And he's like under pressure. He can't do anything. And that's kind of what the Patriots did. Like they always had pressure on him. Yeah. And Gurley didn't do anything. Uh, CJ didn't do anything like they had no run game and it's just like well let's see what you got yeah so I, I've never seen a a more I guess it it didn't feel like the Super Bowl like the crowd yeah. the crowd Not wasn't all, into yeah. it what I mean but which you can't really blame on the crowd because I mean the game was just awful like just yeah. watching watching parts of that I mean and which we all, of course all all were on Rob's stream for I was there for most of the second half and the halftime mm-hmm. show mm-hmm. Uh, like just watching that show, and I was just like, punt, punt. <laughs> like, is this a Super Bowl, or, or like, are we looking at preseason? Like, are we watching awful. the Bengals versus the Raiders yeah. or something? I was like, you know this what? is Bush. This is Bush League terrible. You know what? Similarly, I actually want to piggyback off of what you just said because I see, I saw a lot of people on the internet being like, "Well, you know what." Like defensive games are exciting too, and I happen to like that defensive uh, performance. It was it was great. It was fun to watch, and I don't see why people uh, <laughs> really want the offense. bit. and that's why the NFL is changing the sport for the worst. Okay, first, I just want to say, as a person who really enjoys watching the offensive side of the ball, I do enjoy watching defenses, but. When a defensive battle means that each offense goes three and out on every fucking one of their drives <laughs> and just punts, then and with no sacks or turnovers or anything, like literally nothing yeah. really happened. Yeah. Then yeah, it's boring. I'm sorry, it's just boring. It's a yeah. shitty, it's a shitty boring game. It's like it's, like good. <laughs> like granted, yes, I guess that is, that is good defense. You held the Rams to three. 
Yeah. But ultimately, it was fun to watch defense. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm all for fun to watch defense. I'll and, like that. But and let's not let's not get it twisted here. It's not like it, it's not as if the Ram or it's not as if like the Patriots were just shutting down. They've got the most amazing defense, and they managed to hold the Rams yeah. somehow to three points. The Rams are playing terrible. Both teams yeah. are playing terrible. This was yeah. not, this was not just a product of primarily two amazing defenses just duking it out. This wasn't like you know, I don't I don't even remember the last defensive Super Bowl we had. Uh, but it, it, it just lacked on, it lacked on everything. There was yeah. nothing, there was nothing special about this Super Bowl. And in a, in a weird way, in a, in kind of a weird way, I say that without getting too philosophical, this is the type of Super Bowl that the NFL deserved to get after what happened to the saints. And again, yeah, everyone, yeah. everyone knows that I hate the saints. Okay. Like I absolutely <laughs> hate new Orleans. I hate them, but <laughs> But as a football fan, no fan should ever have to lose like that. And I can't help but feel that we would have gotten the Super Bowl that everyone wanted, yeah. especially Rob, yes. if the Saints had gotten there. I mean, it's like it, it's it's hard to play the what if game. Of course, I mean it's fun too, but it's also there's no point to it. I but right. I do think in some weird way that the proverbial scales of justice sort of tipped into to punish the NFL with like, okay, well, you guys blew it. It was, I mean, everyone in the world saw that it was pass interference and that should have been called and the Saints should have been playing. So this is what you get. You get the worst Super Bowl I've ever, I've ever seen by far. And it would have been a lot better of a Super Bowl with the Saints in it. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. No it, would, it would have been, it would have been off just offense, 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 offense. The only thing that, that I can't, that what really puts like the the exclamation point on this whole topic is just that the fact that for the second time ever in in, in NFL history we had a team not score a touchdown in the Super Bowl second <laughs> only to the I think they said the 71 Dolphins yeah mm-hmm. in, in that game they scored like didn't they score like 10 fucking field goals in something that or like something that, yeah. yeah but the, but yeah. no touchdowns right yeah yeah I'm I'm looking through all the scores the last time there was a single digit team was the Broncos with eight in 2014. Right. And Which prior was also a shitty that, Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. And then prior to that was 2001 where the Giants scored seven and the Ravens got 34. <laughs> that was like it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. But there, yeah. There's going to be some people who who look at that and say, well, at least this game was exciting at the end, which, yeah, it was, except that 95% of the entire game was completely anemic it, and totally flat. Yeah. It wasn't totally exciting flat. at the end, though. I didn't find it exciting because I knew nothing was going to happen. Oh, yeah. Like, when yeah, the Rams yeah, say, like, oh, here they come too. out of nowhere. <laughs> I'm not saying it was exciting, but I'm just saying some people, some people I've talked to have said that, like, well, at least the end of the game was good. It's like... Uh, Okay, <laughs> the, the ends don't justify the means here, and the, and the end wasn't even that great. It's like well, there's a difference when you know there's like potent like when Tom Brady got the ball against Kansas City, you're like, oh shit, they're gonna score. Like mm-hmm. there were the years like with Aaron Rodgers where I'm like, oh yeah, we're gonna score here. But like this year, I was like, oh yeah, this game's over. And it's kind of like that at the Rams where I'm like, all right, you know, they're not gonna do anything. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Well, like like the other thing too is that like leading up to the this this is another reason why the Saints should have been in the Super Bowl, but uh, there was like was there any storyline like even one that you guys heard out outside of like hey Tom Brady could win six Tom Brady like, playing against the Rams again first team yeah. he beat in a Super yeah. Bowl yeah, yeah like <laughs> like I, every Super Bowl there's always like you know these fun interesting storylines with cool 
characters and stuff, but like, <laughs> but it, it's just like, like, eh. With the hipping like, and the bopping. <laughs> <and the, laughs> you, you said the the stadium was was not alive, and I agree. Um, mm-hmm. and, and that was partially the game, but it, I think it was also partially that people were feeling similarly to everyone at home. Like, if you're a new, this was this was not only a bad game, but this as a neutral fan. It, like with you know n- none of us were, except for Bear obviously yeah <laughs> we're rooting for either team this could have this might have been like one of the worst matchups ever it's either the team that literally everyone hates outside of Boston or the team that has maybe four fans mm-hmm. you know like like the, the that's just moved and no <laughs> one's really paid. like LA is not really a football city yet and like it, it's just or anymore. Uh, you know, it, it's just it was an incredibly boring matchup, and every and important to note, we all were absolutely right in picking the Patriots, and so was like pretty much everyone else in the world <laughs> who ever made a pick. Everyone, yeah. everyone thought it was the Patriots, and guess what? The Patriots won. Yeah, it was just like you knew what was going to happen. There was no story building up to it between two teams that you're either indifferent about or just deep down despise. It's mm-hmm. just it's just terrible. It's lose lose all around. And then they didn't even play sweet victory. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing I want to clarify defense because I feel like there's defense and then there's like defense uh, because <laughs> <laughs> there's like it's I'll compare it to like baseball a little bit. Like when there's a pitcher that's pitching really well, like throwing a perfect game or a one hitter, you're like, yeah. damn, dude, like he's shutting everyone down. Then there's like a pitcher not pitching that great, but the other team just can't hit the ball or do anything. Yeah. And it felt like that where it's like, I guess like they didn't even really play defense. It's just like overthrown passes, like mm-hmm. not getting the ball off. Like maybe they get a sack or just like a bad read or so. And it's just like, it's one thing if like, Oh, sack, Oh, picked off or like setting up good field position with that interception. Like it's just like that. No punt. Yeah. And <laughs> then, then, then there's like exciting defenses, like the Ravens. Yeah. Back. Back in the Giants Super Bowl win. Yeah. yeah. So it was or a loss, I should say. Yeah. It was just uh, it was just so boring. And a lot of people I know watched the Super Bowl for like the first time too, which makes yeah. it even worse because you picked easily did. the worst. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> easily the worst Super Bowl. Probably <laughs> never gonna get her to watch it again. We'll yeah. never have that opportunity. Thanks, NFL. <laughs> like looking back on some like last year at Eagles Patriots, like that was a good Super Bowl. Great and Super the Eagles Bowl. won. Then we had yeah. Patriots Falcons, and even though the Patriots won, it was like a crazy comeback. Was, so it's like, you know you what? Know. Even though the Patriots won, and I fucking hate the Patriots, that was one of the best Super Bowls I've ever seen. That yeah. was great. It was I mean, entertaining. Yeah, I mean, as someone who doesn't like the Falcons, I was happy to <laughs> see that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, and there was even like the one before that was Broncos Panthers. Like even that, even though it wasn't a great game, it was still like okay. Yeah, like I wasn't bored. <laughs> uh, Patriots Seahawks. That was that last play. You know, yeah. run the ball. So that Actually, one was entertaining. That one. That 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 game. Um, so, to people like curious about how the Patriots are so good or whatever, I got two words for you, Bill Motherfucking Belichick. <laughs> because um, I was watching uh, some clip from from one of the documentaries about Belichick. There's like mm. five of them. Um, and in that instance, in the big famous moment from that Super Bowl where they passed instead of run, um, they went. The Patriots went to a goal line package with three corners. They had literally not run that play the entire year, but it's in the playbook. 
and all the players knew it. And they just went out and did it. They'd never, they'd never fucking practiced on that play. Like they'd just never done that play the whole season. And they were just like, "Well, yep, this is the one. This is what we need, actually, right here." <laughs> and, they, and it fucking worked. That's why they keep fucking winning. Because no one else, everyone else in the league, I see all the time. They're they're just like, uh, "All right, well, I, here's our plan, boys. We're gonna beat them with what we do best. I don't care what they do. We're just gonna do what we do." <laughs> and guess what? You get fucking stomped because Bill Belichick's like, yeah, well, I picked up this guy. He's like 5'9", and he can, <laughs> uh, he can run really fast in a diagonal, so he's just going to beat you in this very specific conversion <laughs> I found. Yeah. And it's just like, you know, no one else fucking learns. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he just has the perfect, like, plug-and-play type of person. He's like, all right, here's my one guy that knows how to do this one thing for this one play, and they're like, yeah. wow, that guy's great. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. again, I, I stress the point that no matter how you feel about the Patriots, I don't. I personally don't hate the Patriots. I don't root for them, but I don't hate them. Yeah, uh, monster. Anyone, <laughs> anyone who watches football and has a and has a horse in the race every single season, no matter how you feel about the Patriots, would kill to have a Belichick Brady on their team. Yeah, I guarantee that everyone wants that combo. I, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what I would do if I had a combo that was that good. Like, I really don't know how to handle that as a Bucks fan. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I, like the uh, again, say what you want about them, they they get the job done. They're the best for a reason, and uh, they deserve to. They really do deserve to win. If only yeah. Bill Belichick was ever the head coach of the New York Jets. Oh wait. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking Tell of me. the Jets, coach, I heard that there is some sort of a new yep. hiring over there, coach. <laughs> Big news on this hire. Big <laughs> news. We joked about Jim Bob Cooter. <laughs> going James to Robert like vagina. The <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> he's not going to be their coach, but he will be their running backs coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is. So how do you how do you feel about that one, Rob? I'm I'm be honest with you, like <laughs> I I'm sort of indifferent about it. I mean, I'm <laughs> yeah. I'm actually quite happy that we did pick up Jim Bob Cooter, only because his name is the greatest name I've ever heard on planet Earth. <laughs> I was yeah. just gonna say, can we can we just all take a minute to recognize the fact that out of the three of us here. The one that has a coach with the last name of Cooter is Rob, and that's perfect. <laughs> so perfect for Rob. It is, it is magical and wonderful, and I'm very happy about that aspect of it. Um, the the thing is, like, he's not going to have a huge part of the offense. Like, he's um, he was he he actually was like run out of town in Detroit. Like, people fucking hated him as the offensive coordinator. <laughs> but luckily, he's just a running back coach, which is also weird because he has a history with quarterbacks right like i think he would before he was an oc he was a qb coach so mm. i don't know but you know that's what he's hired for and now we got jim bob cooter baby mm. for, for clarity <laughs> by the way i'm not i'm not calling rob a cooter i know people are gonna people might take that the, that way I'm, I'm not referring to that i'm saying that it's great that rob has a coach with the last name of cooter because out of the three of us that's the most like just best scenario being a jets fan <laughs> and, and being rob Yes, I think yeah. um, there's also a story where Dom Capers, the ex-Packers defensive coordinator, turned down an offer to become the Bengals DC, which oh you dodged God. a bullet there, Bengals, because that would have been <laughs> a train wreck. Do, they keep uh, doing that. Like, they dodged a, a bullet on Hugh Jackson, too. There were all the yeah. rumors that Hugh Jackson was going. <laughs> and Dom apparently Jack Del Rio did the same. Like, why are they just going after all these old 
washed up coaches? Um, probably the answer is um, who's the who's the uh, owner? Mike Brown. Oh yeah, Mike Brown. Probably him. That's that's the. Yeah. <laughs> I think everyone that in Cincinnati did a thing once. Well, Del Rio <laughs> Del Rio didn't make a bad defensive coach though. True. Yeah. I definitely would true. have. I, out of the, well, it, actually, I take that back. I would probably have Capers over Del Rio just because Capers, Capers ran for a little. For, was he the DC uh, or one of the? Uh, co- he was one of the defensive coaches for the Packers for a long time. He is the DC when we won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So everyone mm-hmm. was like, "Shit, dude, he runs this crazy turnover defense, ball hawking." Uh, and then, is but then the he went to the Texans. <laughs> no, that was before he was with the Texans. Then he went to the Packers, and we fired him a year ago. Like, yeah. he was our DC up until then. We were at the point where we were like, please just fire him. Everybody knows the defense. Everybody knows what we're going to do. We don't have the personnel to run what he wants to do. Like, back then, we had Woodson and, uh, like, Tremont Williams, Nick Collins. Like, we had all these great players. Mm-hmm. And then they either got injured or aged or retired or whatever. And then we had just mediocrity. And he just would try to run his crazy defense with mediocre players. And it was just a shit show every time. And we were like, just get somebody else. So, like, finally... We fired him, and then our defense was okay last year. It's better than the offense, surprisingly. That's another great example of, like, a guy who, like, a coach who's just like, all right, well, I have my system that I'm going to run, and Mm it doesn't really matter who's on the team. I'm going to run this system. Yeah. It's just like, (laughs) it doesn't, you can't, it's clear, after 20 years of him shitting (laughs) on everybody, clearly Bill Belichick's method is working, you know? It's just... I mean, he's okay, I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I actually didn't know that Capers. I thought that Capers went to Houston after the Packers. No, nah, it was before. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I heard Greg Schiano will be the Patriots' new defensive coordinator, <laughs> which uh don't know how that's going to work because I've heard he's kind of insane. He is, yeah. and he's a total <laughs> douchebag and should not be coaching at all. Yeah. I I hated him. Out of, out of all the coaches, man, like – Greg Schiano was up there with Raheem Morris for the coaches that I've hated. I heard on uh, like the radio when I was listening, they were talking about Greg Schiano, and they were like, as a journalist from back then, and he's like, oh yeah, if you thought it was bad, think of that and then think worse. That's how bad it was. <laughs> yeah, he, dude, I mean, Schiano's just a douche. Well, he sounds yeah. perfect for the Patriots, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that's, uh, that's it. And then uh, Matt Bryant got released by the Falcons. Yeah who is 44 years old. He wants to continue playing. He's still good. He made 20 of 21 field goals, 33 of 35 pats, uh, and he missed a few games, but they're going to uh, Giorgio Tavecchio, uh, <laughs> who played well replacing him, and he's only 28. And apparently the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are looking at Matt Bryant. Well, yeah, because he, he kicked for the Bucks for a long time. He was the he was our kicker after Martin Gramatica retired. After, oh, I didn't like, know that. Yeah, he was oh. Matt Bryant was the main kicker for the uh, for the Bucks because they're and he was he was very beloved in Tampa because a people were getting sick of of Martin Gramatica's crap and b um, <laughs> he uh, and this is and and this is a little bit of a somber note but he lost his son to leukemia or something um, mm. like it, like an, it was a very it, their very young son um, so yeah. he played. He played. I don't. I think they may have played against the Packers that day. They they played. It was a. It was a pretty. It was, it was a pretty important game. He played the day after his son died, oh. and made like every single kick, and one of them was the game winner. Yeah. Damn. 
So he's he's very he's very revealed and loved in Tampa. I I mean I I liked him. I I hated Martin Gramatica as well. But like, <laughs> I remember Martin Gramatica. <laughs> I but yeah I I that won't surprise me if the Bucks pick him up, and I'd personally be fine with it. I mean, it's better than drafting a kicker for the second pick. <laughs> Martin Gramatica reminded me of like a small gremlin. <laughs> and in a little fact here, Martin Gramatica was drafted in the third round. Oh my god! He was a good kicker. He was he was a good kicker. Like yeah. I won't take that away from you from him, but he was also a complete clown. Like yeah. there's no reason if you make an extra point to jump up and down like you just won the lottery or the public. <laughs> he did it. And for those of you who are younger fans, or or maybe you don't know who Martin Gramatica is, I'm sure that you could probably just just YouTube his name really quickly, and, like add the word ridiculous to it, and see all of the overblown. It's the equivalent of like flopping in soccer, except turned on it like in a in a happy way. He, yeah. Like the dude, the dude injured him and his brother Bill. Both of them have injured their knees from jumping up and down after making a field goal. Oh my god! Yeah, won. that's what it was. Bill Gramatica, he legit tore his ACL his, jumping up and down. Yeah, that was it. That was oh, it for Bill Gramatica. God. He was done. Yeah, it was from jumping it. up and down for a field goal that didn't matter. <laughs> I'm not even yeah, can't make I remember stuff that. up. It was the hilarious, most hilarious thing. He jumps up and down, jumps up and down, does like kind of an air jumping jack, lands, and then he immediately crumples and, cr- and crabs his knee. It was yeah. the funniest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> there that, me, um, that happened to uh, a Lions player too. He like either mm-hmm. knocked down a pass for Aaron Rodgers or sacked or he did something and then he like jumped up and down and he just fell over and I was like oh my yeah. god did he really just tear his ACL and he did <laughs> yeah. Like, wow. yeah that's actually largely why the no fun league did away with celebrations for a while or at least what they claimed anyway yeah <laughs> uh, because people kept fucking injuring themselves doing yeah. stupid shit <laughs> yeah now we have now we have just you know people taking selfies on the freaking <laughs> all this crap and it's wonderful and i love it <laughs> it's so good <laughs> um so yeah. that's uh that's, that's the super bowl 18 19 <laughs> season yeah. the patriots win again what Four a ceremonious ending man <laughs> yeah uh and like even just looking at the super bowl stats for the last five seasons have had the patriots in the super bowl and they've won uh three of those yeah, uh, which is kind of insane. No, that's crazy. I mean, like th- this, I think that the Patriots dynasty is one that we've never seen before in modern professional football. Um, mm-hmm. And one that I think is likely that we'll never see again in uh, in our lifetimes. Like, I-, I legitimately don't think that this perfect storm of evil can ever come to pass again (laughs) because it's just like or or, or at least in our lifetimes because um the thing is like the nfl right is it's it's the parody league yeah it's it's the league where you know all the rules are specifically set out to make it so that um it's even and and like different teams win all the time Mm -hmm. and the thing is it does actually work that way for every other team (laughs) <laughs> Except for the fucking Patriots, like yeah. it, the the one of the craziest stats is Tom Brady's been playing for fucking twenty years. He's been in nine Super Bowls. Nine. Yeah. That's half his career. <laughs> he was in the Super Bowl. That's insane. 
This is like something that we've ever seen. Is, and that's, you know, yeah. This is the type of thing that happens in like basketball, where like the Bulls in the '90s, the Lakers right. in the 2000s, like. But that's like a very star-heavy sport. You can have like Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, like carry your team. While football is very team-oriented, and while you still have the quarterback, who's like the most important person, like you can still win without that. Like plenty of mm -hmm. teams did it with just a mediocre quarterback, like Trent Dilfer or someone. So it's like it's just that much harder and there's that many more players you have to manage and control. And just the fact that they've done this so many times, even with the cap space and like aging and shit, like it's it's insane. How can well, you say that and not mention Brad Johnson, coach? <laughs> Bring up Brad Johnson. Dude, never forget. And the other thing with them is that like they not only they they just like spit in the face of the parody really because they keep doing this they keep going to the super bowl and on almost every one of their teams almost every one of their super bowl teams they've got like what two star names three yeah. maybe <laughs> like on any given time like they, like legitimately like they they play with the rest of the league's cast outs and then shit on them over and over again yeah. and it's just uh you know, it's it's ridiculous. The thing is, like, it makes it like, oh, yeah, last four to five years. The thing is, when they don't make the Super Bowl, they're in the title game to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Like, they're that close every time. Like, oh, they lost to the Super Bowl winning team <laughs> that year. They lost to the Steelers that year or something. Yeah. It's like they're there every time. Every year, they're just right there, ready to go. And, you know, what's funny, too, is, like, this is another one of those years where where uh but i think especially more this year where people were finally like all right it's time to cash in brady's done i'm gonna get so many clicks for this uh nope turns out actually super bowl winners <laughs> yeah. oh the patriots lost two games early in the season that's the end you think so you really think so? Wait till the fucking playoffs you stupid idiots playoffs <laughs> playoff i'm talking about playoff well, for for off season draft predictions, coach, it's gonna be it's gonna be a long a long road to the next football game we get to watch. But yep. I believe that we are doing the uh we are doing the draft uh, yes. stream again. We yep. are we're gonna do a pre draft show where yep. we'll talk about the mock drafts up there. We'll probably, you know, get the NFL.com mock drafts, some other website oh, yeah. mock drafts, compare them all, see where our teams are taken. Uh, and as sad as I feel for the Saints, hey, now we're picking 30 instead of 32 it's pretty nice. <laughs> uh, for that pick. Um, so maybe even like package that up, move up, maybe get somebody. I don't even know. Uh, well, so coach, we'll see. Officially, uh, we only have, and this this might blow your mind a little bit, we only have right. 75 days, 7 hours, 11 minutes, and 48 seconds till the draft. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. Get that They'll countdown be here faster started. Than you know it. I mean, hey, February, uh, February short. So, I mean... Yeah. That'll be over, and then March, and then we'll probably. We, when should we do the draft show? Probably like the end of March, early April, or something. Yeah, uh, it should probably be, be in April. I'm guessing two weeks. Yeah, probably maybe early before April. the draft. Yeah. The draft is on the 25th. So honestly, but, hey, yeah, we, we might want to go. We want want to go closer to the draft too, because um, yeah, because you know, like at the end is when you get like that whirlwind of smoke screens and stories about who's moving where and what's going up. What's yeah. down? They'll be like the know. Dolphins being like, we don't even want Kyler Murray. He's garbage. And they're on the <laughs> phone like, how do we trade up? We need to. Get <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. So that'll be fun. Uh, and then we'll live stream the actual draft. And then we'll do a post draft. And then yeah. we'll, uh, 
And we're going to do like a free agency thing too. Maybe. Yeah, we'll do a free agency one too. Yeah. So. yeah. Well, I'm not too late, big, right? Uh, <laughs> hey, there. Oh, hey. I think I'm not too late to gloat, right? I, I made it for the tail end of the show, right? So I can brag about my. We'll give my you 20 seconds squad. to gloat. You got 20 yeah. seconds to gloat. It's a sweet, sweet, <laughs> sweet victory. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, right. The NFL robbed you of that experience, listeners. So there it is. They robbed <laughs> all of its glory. You. They, they, oh, they sure did. They really <laughs> did. They really, yep. really did. The sons of bitches. Congrats, Bear. Congrats, Bear. We're yes, all happy. Congrats. You, you have six now. Yeah. <laughs> Got one. <laughs> Feels yeah. pretty good. How's it feel to finally win a Super Bowl, Bear? I'll tell you what. <laughs> It's nice to see Tom Brady, <laughs> underrated 199th pick out of Michigan. <laughs> Unbelievable to finally see him up on that podium, man. It's a long time coming, but oh, job well done by the whole team. This, this, this is one to remember, I'll tell you that much. This has certainly been a Super Bowl that we were participants in. <laughs> thanks, thanks, yep. Coach Beer. <laughs> yeah, this Super Bowl did indeed happen. I remember uh, it happening. True. Yeah, yeah, I remember it too. The thing yeah. with the Jets when you're like, yeah, we got one Super Bowl. It's like, yeah, it's it's not even like a real Super Bowl. Like, I know. you didn't really it's get to watch it. Yeah, I just, I, I don't, I don't get to experience that. That's like when they'd be like, oh, the Packers won the first two Super Bowls. I'm like, that's neat, but <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> I remember the ones that we did win. Those were fun. Yeah. Uh, so I hope one day for your for you, you get to see that Jets. Suit Darnold holding up the trophy. Thank you. In his I tenth so, year too. in the league, he finally gets that Super Bowl. <laughs> you know what? I'll take it. But also, by the way, Bear mentioned Tom Brady on the podium. Can we briefly talk about Tom Brady taking questions immediately after the game because that oh, was fucking God. hilarious? Oh, <laughs> oh, I don't want to even like get too into it because I'm not nearly as mad about it now as I was in the moment. But like. <laughs> Can they have five minutes? Isn't that <laughs> just, just yeah. that's five so minutes fucking right? hard <laughs> to just keep the goddamn reporters on the side? Five minutes. Like, mm -hmm. they won the Super Bowl. They, their whole lives have culminated into this moment. I know the Patriots have been there before. Let's not feel too bad for Tom Brady, I guess, right? Yeah. Like, Jesus Christ, that's the worst <laughs> it's ever been for the worst Super Bowl in recent memory. Like, come yeah. on, put some shit on the ice and cake, why don't you? <laughs> yeah, it was it was just like, I mean, it was it was hilarious because she came up to him just like, Tom Brady, can I just ask you, uh, Tom Brady? And he's just like, yeah, hold on. And then, yep. he, you know, uh, and then she started thing. getting like squished by everybody. <laughs> She's like, no, I got him. I got him. I got him. Tom Brady, can hey, I get Tom Brady? Can, uh, 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 people Tom. don't recognize by this point, by the way, that Tom Brady has the patience of a goddamn saint uh, of a New Orleans <laughs> saint. Like, <laughs> it's, it's absurd the things these people will do. But I don't even feel like I, I have to feel a lot of pity for the reporters because they are all doing their job. They, all of their jobs yeah. are yeah. dependent upon getting that shot. We all understand that, right? Yeah. Like, if they don't mm -hmm. get that, shot, of course. No. But 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 you're, that, but you're right. It's, it's on the NFL. It's not on the. It's reporter. on the NFL. 100. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. What did that guy say? That he's like Jesus. You all right? They're like, what was that? Yeah. Someone thing? got fucking trampled. It was ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Well, that they sent in like I don't know what the hell they were doing. They sent in their tiniest reporter. Like that poor woman was like she <laughs> had at least like flanking her left and right, didn't they? That like, yeah, to try to protect her, but she was still getting bashed around like she was in a mosh pit down there. <laughs>
it was absurd, man. Oh, thank. I'm glad y'all gave me a moment to talk about that. Yeah. Well, I I tweeted I tweeted out. I was like, what is so important that we we just have to have the reporters there as soon as the game ends? Like the, yeah. the players haven't even they haven't even congratulated they each other. They haven't even processed the <laughs> yeah. got a, moment. Yeah. They've got a group. They have a group of reporters. All this equipment. All these cameras around them. Like, give the players a, just a second to relish. It, like live bask inside of the 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 glow of winning the hardest game in all of sports to get to anyway and, and if, that gets, if that gets worse i'm gonna have a hard time supporting this damn league in the future and that's from a guy who's been in 50 percent of the fucking super bowls in the last 20 years <laughs> like it's oh, ridiculous. It, was, it, it was it was absolutely ridiculous i mean you can't i i don't understand why they why they do that like well, not, not yeah not, not only just that but like they they have to rush in there to get in as quick as possible, yeah. and then they they have to be the first one to ask Tom Brady, "How did it feel when you threw a pass?" Oh, it felt pretty good. <laughs> yeah, they like, most generic like, shit. What the fuck? Like least... you know what questions they're gonna ask at <laughs> yeah. this point? It's fucking predictable. <laughs> like, you pre- really I'm need to be sure. the first one there to hear him say, "I enjoyed throwing the pass to win the game." Like I'm that's, pretty sure that like I I heard either it was either Brady or somebody from the Patriots like I got to do this first and it was just to it was just to talk to uh, Jared Goff yeah and then and yeah then, it was and then the, the most obnoxious team. the most obnoxious thing was Brady trying to get over to Edelman so they could embrace from winning the Super Bowl knowing that Edelman was probably going to get the MVP and he had like he had to move reporters from in between them they were they were less than 5 feet away from each other <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were at least three ridiculous. people between them, too. It was it was a <laughs> it sea was of people. It yeah. looked like Times Square in the middle yeah. of like a fucking well, Rob, you know how things are in Times Square, right? Oh, I'm sure you can place. relate to that <laughs> horrible, horrible, horrible place. <laughs> Is fucking that Mickey congrats. Mouse? Yeah, give me money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but congrats, Bear. That doesn't sound like Mickey Mouse. <laughs> we're all we're all happy for you, except possibly Rob. And yeah. I'm okay, still- so like yeah. I, I gotta get this off my chest too because I genuinely feel bad about it. Mm. I'm good. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> That's enough. I'm. I am serious. I am dead fucking serious. I'm good. Any more is like okay. Come on, guys. That's stop it. You're being Give mean. the other teams win. I'm. <laughs> I'm not joking. I know how <laughs> shitty it is. I really do. I hear the words coming out of my mouth and how like all the shit that's just spewing out of my face is so gross. But it's I'm, okay. That's enough. You got six. You're the greatest of all time. And that's good. You yeah. want seven? Are you serious? Really? All right. Well, I take I take my congrats number? back. I don't. I, don't <laughs> well, I mean, the Browns and the Chiefs are going to be playing the championship go next Browns, year, right? Dude. Yeah, I got a secondary team now at least, so that's good. Who will yeah. play Aaron Rodgers and the Packers in the Super Bowl? It's going to be a hard-fought battle, but I think so. I think it'll be Browns Packers, honestly. I think you mean Jets. Pretty <laughs> 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 Nobody's great, nobody's great. beating Jets, I don't think. Yeah. He thinks the Final Patriots joke. won't win the division again. <laughs> oh, oh, oh man, okay. It'll so probably be the Patriots. Yeah, just to probably. process that real quick aloud on on the show, then too. Like uh, having said what I just said, we are probably going to win the division again. Then probably yeah, again next year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, I'm gonna be honest with you. There is pretty about as close as you can get to a 100 percent chance that that. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. If any, this has been the reality as a Jets fan that that yeah. every Jets fan has to come to accept. No Dude, one. I'm, I'm I'm starting to. I'm starting to toe the line over onto your side. I'm like, all right, <laughs> come on, Tom. Because the thing is, like, it, it, like other, other divisions don't understand. Like, you can have a villain in a division and, and that you would hate, and I understand, but they're never as dominant as fucking Tom Brady and the fucking Patriots. There is one reality that Jets fans, Dolphins fans, and Bills fans all understand, mm. which is our team might actually get good. Like, like right now, I'm pretty hopeful about the Jets. But as long as Tom Brady and Bill Belichick are up there in New England, we will not be winning the division. We will be going through the wild card. It is a guarantee that will yeah. always fucking happen. <laughs> it, there's nothing that you can do about it. They will do that. You'll so, always have 2011. That was great. I did enjoy that. Yeah, sending Tom Brady home was wonderful. <laughs> and another reason that I still love Rex, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Uh, you know. Well... Yeah. Good job, Bear. Uh, <laughs> yep, good job. I, I just came I, on for compliments. Yeah, thank you. Please. Keep <laughs> I personally don't feel that the Bucks will be will be there in a, in a long time, Coach. Which yep. is why I'm switching to the Browns as my, as my main, <laughs> not my main team, but like my main hope. They're the gonna, good, uh, they're gonna be the ones who I'm rooting for to get to the playoffs. Here we go, Browns. Yeah. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah, exactly. Go Browns. I've, uh, I was just looking at some of these teams. There's always a team that comes out of nowhere and then, you know, kind of shocks people. Like the NFC was the Bears, I want to say. Uh, AFC, maybe the Chiefs. Uh, Chargers were up. The Colts, I'd probably say, were one of the biggest ones. Um, no, not the Jets. Um, <laughs> so I'm just trying to think next year, who could be that team? Like maybe the Jaguars will rebound if they get a quarterback. Uh, not the Jets. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you never know. A, it's weird. Redskins. There's a team on this list called not the Jets. It's strange <laughs> to be specified it that much. If no, the legit, Panthers though, like, get something, the, you know? The, the teams I think that you should be looking at uh, as far as that, um, as far as, like, who's going to be the breakout team next year is mm-hmm. look at the money. And I, I would say, like, guys in the top three right now of the money, which is, uh, you know, uh, the Jets, the Browns, um, and honestly, I think the big breakout team that's going to happen next year is the Colts. Because yeah. I, I tell you what, they got the money and they're already a playoff team. Like they have like, yeah. I think, top five uh, most cap room in the league. Like they do. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. If you're a, if you're a, uh, if you're a, a, a free agent, why would you ever go anywhere besides Indy right now? They're already yeah. a playoff team and they don't have anybody. <laughs> It's like, like looking through. It's like you want to go to the Raiders, the Bills, the Jets, oh, the right. Colts. <laughs> oh, it could be that. Well, even the Browns. Yeah, exactly. Browns have the third highest. Mm-hmm. Rob, it was yeah. so Texans. strange when you were saying that. You remember like several weeks ago when we were doing some pickums, and I told mm-hmm. you that you were saying something about a certain team winning, and then in my brain, it was telling me like the Broncos are going to win. The Broncos are going to win. The Broncos are going to win. It was like a hundred percent gut feeling I got in that moment. Yeah, I just got that same feeling when you were talking about the Colts' chances of victory next year. But uh, it was telling me that the Patriots are going to win the Super Bowl again. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. It's probably going to be the Pats in the Super Bowl against an NFC. I team. have uh, some fun cap space facts for all of you. So we know the top cap rooms. Uh, mm-hmm. Do we know the bottom cap rooms? Because some of these are like, Ooh. yeah, uh, I know. yeah. Eagles have the worst. 
then the Jaguars, <laughs> our second worst, which is oh, they were good. Them. Remember, they <laughs> were good. Then they got Bortled and no yeah, wide yeah. receivers. Uh, Vikings third, Bears fourth, and the Buccaneers with the fifth worst yep. cap space. Uh, yeah, thanks, Coach. Uh, Bucks really knowing how to how to improve their finances, uh, cashing in on all those creamsicle uniforms we've been selling. And uh, well, it's so pretty, though. Yeah, I, uh, I I look forward to speaking about the playoffs realistically with you guys in the 2027 season of our podcast. <laughs> hey, I think that's that might be, be when the Jets are going up against you in the Super Bowl. True, could be. <laughs> Brady I might know. actually be done by then. Hopefully, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah. tell you guys straight up. <laughs> I think I there's don't. a good chance. To be honest with you, I, I ain't gonna bet against it, Bear. Yeah, yeah. at this point, man, I can't. I can't say these. Jesus Christ! But hey, I'm. 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 This is me straight up right now, and you'll all laugh. The Jets have a legitimate shot next year. Goddamn, Rob. <laughs> I'm being honest. We have the second most cap room in the league. We have to see what happens in free agency in the draft. I mean, you got a chance to go eight and eight. I'll give you that. I mean, this is a chance <laughs> to turn it around. But I mean, it is also. I'm Adam glad Gray, I so. hopped in. This has been good for a laugh. I mean, <laughs> you know what? You'll all be laughing next year. season where the Jets <laughs> beat the so Lions, long. and Rob was like, "Guys, I think we might be making the playoffs." <laughs> <laughs> Kirk Cousins is good. All right, Kirk Cousins is good though. So, oh my god, good. I can't laugh anymore. Please stop. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Well, Drew Brees is underrated. <laughs> well, Thanks I think for we're going to uh, get the MVP. I'm so mad. I know nobody holds the same <laughs> fucking argument I do about it, but he deserved it. God thanks, damn it. For, uh, thanks for supporting us all it. season, everyone. Yep. I'm thanks glad for that supporting us. Everyone's been enjoying and listening to the podcast, and even more so glad that we've gotten people actually into American football. Who a lot of people yeah. would not have, yeah. who would normally not have been here. So, mm-hmm. it's just fun. remember to root for the root for the the team of destiny, the only team you should care about in the NFL, the Cleveland Browns. Go the Browns. Cleveland Browns. Go Browns! <laughs> Beautiful. Hopefully that won't get us uh, demonetized. Yeah, have to cut that right now. (laughs) Copyright strike. Uh, We can't we can't can't that out. We can't post. We can't post this one now. Thank you, Bear. Yep. Thank you very much. Uh, Uh, That's gonna be taken down. Happy 2019, everyone. Happy 2019. By the way. Okay. AAF, AAF football starting on Saturday. Yeah, which is, might yeah. be when this podcast is up. So uh, when's the XFL start? Never, but the, <laughs> but the AAF is uh, something I'm going to be watching. I'm oh. gonna I'm gonna watch it too. Yeah, I'm, they've, I'm, got, they've got big time sponsors too. It's going to be on TV. It's yeah, going to be great. CBS. I I actually no like legit like I looked through the uniforms. I was like, you know what? I'm a San Diego Fleet fan. How about that? Wait, yeah, what I, is this I, AAF Alliance of American Football? Yeah, dude, it's like a full thing. They're basically they removed kicking pretty much, and that's 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 the main change. And it's uh, yeah, it's like a, a sub league. It's the discount huh. redheaded stepchild lesbian cousin of the NFL, and it's going to be great. <laughs> it's going to be fantastic. I'm going right, to be watching. Right. I'm watching this Saturday. I, I'll, oh, I'll I am too. I'm not. Yeah. I'm unironically excited. Yeah, me too. <laughs> I don't know what team I'm going to. Yeah, but I, I, guess if you want to go that route. I don't know go what look team at the I'd uni. cheer for. 
That's what I. That's what uh, I did. I went for the uniforms, and I was like, mm, I'll, I'll take this guy. Yeah, I'll probably just like do it. that too. Screw it. Orlando yeah. looks kind of cool. I like the bow and uh, arrow helmet. Well, I mean, we all we all have to have like differing teams, though. Yeah, we gotta have know. different teams. All right, hang on. I'll pick a team right now. So Rob, Rob claimed Rob claimed San Diego. Hang on, I gotta find. I one. like the San Diego right. fleet uniforms. Although I'm gonna be honest with you guys, I might just change after this weekend, depending on who has the best pass. See, you can't do that, Rob. You can't do that. Hey, you're already. You're already going to be fair weathering it. <laughs> I am a fan of the Jets. I deserve one good team to root for. One. <laughs> oh, I think I'm I got to go for the Salt Lake Stallions, actually. I got to go with the nice. Those are pretty dope looking. Yeah. I'm going with Birmingham Iron just because it's metal. <laughs> that's pretty okay. good, yeah. yeah, that's, yeah like that's pretty good. Uh, go Brenda. Birmingham. <laughs> Never, never thought I'd ever see that. <laughs> Go Birmingham. Go Birmingham. Go Birmingham. It sounded really weird when it came out of your mouth. I was like, okay. <laughs> Holy you say shit. so. The running back for the Birmingham team is Trent Richardson. Yeah, dude. What, what the shit? By the what? way, guess who's playing QB for Memphis Express? Who? Uh, Christian Hackenberg. No way. Oh, 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 oh. No way. <laughs> oh, it's actual on. investment in this. <laughs> oh, it's on. It's on Saturday. It is oh, it's yeah. like the actual minor leagues. For yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> By the way, not this Saturday, next Saturday, obviously. If people if people are listening, yeah. thinking it's going to be tomorrow. It's not. It's next Wait, week. is it not tomorrow? I thought it, I thought it was tomorrow. Mm. Mike Singletary's the coach of Memphis? Yeah. Yeah. This is and legit. Wow. Oh my oh, god! Yeah, Mike, Mike Martz is coaching in uh, oh, actually, in San Diego, I think. Too. Actually, oh. yeah, Rob, you are you are right. It actually is the tenth. Sorry. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's yeah, it's tomorrow. It it, it comes out the first day. God first damn. Day games. So yeah. yeah, I'll watch this. Screw it. This seems yeah. all right. I'm watching yeah. it. Let's go. Let's stream right. it. Let's just stream it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are they gonna do? <laughs> Fuck them. <laughs> they're not the they're not the NFL. They go to all right, guys. You made their express written consent. By the way, we're announcing our new. <laughs> We're announcing our new podcast that's going to happen in the offseason yeah. called the Alliance of American Football Guys. <laughs> the official of Alliance of American Football Guys. Is the Alpaca Alliance Alpha Football? Yes, it's exactly, the, AA, yeah. the triple A. If it's actually decent, we might actually talk about it. All right. Yeah, so, I actually wouldn't shit. be opposed, honestly. Yeah, screw it. All right. Well, hey, thanks for listening and watching or whatever you're doing. And uh, go we'll Stallions, go Birmingham, go, go Birmingham, God, go Orlando. Fleet. Uh, go. Uh, what the, hold on, you have Orlando. To I did. I forgot the Orlando team name already. <laughs> Apollos, oh, the Apollos. Yeah. Thanks for watching. We'll be back soon talking about some sort of football thing. So. Bye. Use all my strength not to play the SpongeBob clip again. <laughs> well, all right, we got to cut it for the copyright. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>